It's basketball season and we've got you covered. The Ringer NBA show breaks down the latest and greatest around the league five days a week. Check out The Ringer NBA show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This is The Masked Man. This is David Shoemaker. That was the Royal Rumble of 2022. Oh, well... Does Brock count as a surprise? Let me know in the comments. <laughs> okay. So far, no Brock isn't a surprise. Seems to be the consensus. Shoemaker, I'm here, but listen, I'm going to let you get this thing started as I pay my check with the great Booker T as we finish dinner at Roos Chris. Is that is that a, sh- a shoot dinner that's at, sh- at Roos Chris or a work dinner at Roos? <laughs> no, that, that's a shoot. Booker, say hi to everyone. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> yeah, that's, Booker. That's, that's a shoot. With We were just taking in the uh, just taking in the rumble right here at dinner. That's fantastic. Uh, what did you guys think? What, what was the reaction to Ruth's Chris? Oh, the reaction to Ruth's Chris? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, listen, I, I enjoyed the show overall. I think it was a really enjoyable show overall. Um, I was, I got to tell you, the, the main thing I took was being impressed by Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> I, really, I really enjoyed, I really think Johnny Knoxville did sort of the, the, admir- the most admirable, admirable celebrity sort of uh, situation possible. Him and Bad Bunny in the same match. Two celebrities who truly understand what you're supposed to do. I will say I have some question marks about why Brock was the guy to win the Rumble when clearly the result of the Brock-Bobby match shows us that we know where Brock is headed for WrestleMania. So that's my question to you. What's the point of kind of giving the Royal Rumble to the one guy who doesn't actually need that accolade? Yeah, I mean, there's sort of like a like, like a work shoot aspect, work slash shoot aspect of this whole thing too, right? Because you would say, well, we all know in in the real world after that Lesnar match, the Lesnar Lashley match, that Lesnar and Reigns are headed for a collision course, right? So, like, why in in the in real life do we need a kayfabe setup for it? I think that the bigger problem is like you don't even need a kayfabe setup, for it. like in kayfabe. There's no reason in the world why Brock Lesnar couldn't just say, hey, I want Roman Reigns at WrestleMania and get that match, right? <laughs> that's um, the thing. Yeah, he obviously already, that's what I just assumed was happening. I was like, oh, great. The Rumble's going to tell us who our opponent for Bobby Lashley is. Yeah. Well, if I could jump in, though, real quick, I think the reason that Brock takes the Rumble win is because then Roman can't deny that request, right? Because if Brock challenges him, Roman can say no and then just move on. But now if Brock has the Rumble win, he can get whoever he wants. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you on that. 
I see what I see what you're saying on that. My only problem is no matter even if it's this new rendition of Roman, we we already seen this match though, man. Like, like I know we're trying to make it act like it didn't exist, but it has already happened, man. I, I can, can, am I wrong for wanting something different? Ooh, this man, he wants something different. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean you're 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 absolutely right. I mean, and I think that I think that you know the idea of it being a, ch- a title versus title match sort of felt like it was going to be something different. And listen, we got we got a you know an elimination chamber on the way that could change the complexion of WrestleMania altogether. Obviously, uh, but yeah, I mean it could be. It, it it does seem like I mean we have seen it before, but it's also even though we've seen it before, it's 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 a it's a guaranteed you know, it's a guaranteed big draw and they need, you know, a really, really big draw to close WrestleMania on Sunday. So, uh, I, I, I find it hard to, to, to take objection to this matchup, but you know, you're right. We have seen it before. So, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know what else they really got in their back pocket. I mean, we got both of the title matches tonight were, you know, potential just like epic matches that they could have built up for WrestleMania, but they decided to do them tonight. So, I mean, what, I don't know what, I, we said it before on the on the show, and we everybody said it a million times. There's not a lot of other uh, legends they can they can pull out of mothballs for WrestleMania. You know, I mean, Undertaker's not walking through that door unless you're going to have like a, you know, like a, a Hulk Hogan versus Big E match just for like all the all the uh, all the, uh, the, the the morality points in the world. Just I don't really know. I don't really know what the uh, I don't really know what the what the what, what the upshot is. I like. I just like the idea of the heart attack Greg would have if there was actually a big E Hulk Hogan match. <laughs> you know me so well, Pete. I don't know what I would do. I could. Uh, who else is in here? Flobo. Oh, well, let's 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 just take this thing in reverse. Okay. Flobo, what what was your what was the high point of the men's rumble for you? I had no idea that uh, Bad Bunny didn't forget how to how to work. <laughs> WrestleMania Night One was good, and, and I thought it was going to be oh he's here again, but he did all the spots and he clapped, hold on to the rope like an old school mentality wrestler. Definitely popped the old man in me. It was cool, man. It was it was a high point for me. Um, the low point, man, is is I, I understand to your point, uh, Greg, that that you know Bob, um, Brock Lesnar had to win it. It makes perfect sense to me. You can definitely choose it. But I'm kind of like, yo, was there someone scheduled to be number thirty? Like, did he beat up somebody, or he was always going to be in this match? I want to see that part too. That was kind of a low point because at least when Becky Lynch took over someone's spot, like she what was it Lana, I think. You know, she walked over there and and then finally gave her the pass. But Brock coming out just gives me flashbacks to how he won the money in the bank where he just showed up and won. <laughs> well, see, that's, a, that's the whole thing, right? When, when Brock wants to be in a match, he's just in the match. He's like an unstoppable force when it comes to booking. So like, I don't, I'm not sure why he needed to be in this match, but it's, you're right. He is. I think in kayfabe, that was technically Cody Rhodes spot that he took to be in the match. So um, we, we can, we'll just put that down as a part of history. All right. What like So, so the men's match, uh, I mean, we, we'll, we're going to keep coming back to it. I thought to me, like the moment that kind of like, I felt like my living room with three people in it was sort of at its like most interested was that point about a third of the way through when Montez and Austin Theory and Ridge Holland and, 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 uh, and, and Damian Priest, there was, a, there was a handful of sort of like the future of WWE guys all in there together. And it kind of felt like, okay, we might have something here. AJ Styles obviously holding it down as like the old school in there at the same time. Uh, it had a nice little vibe to it, but there was, you know, by the last act, it felt like 
you know, we knew it felt like Brock was coming back and I felt like they were kind of, I, I foresaw the sort of drew Brock showdown there too. So I don't know. I mean, it, it, it was, it was a lot of fun, but um, to me, the high points of the night were, well, both title matches and, and I had a lot of fun with the women's rumble too. Evan, what was your high point of the night? Man, it's uh, Seth and Roman, man. The, 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 the way they were, the way he wrestled, Seth coming out in the old Shield gear and 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 having it looked like he was having fun in the ring and, and telling his story in the ring and just it, it was it, they made the match a little bit different. I didn't like the ending. I didn't like the ending, but I think that's the only way they had to do it. I see a couple people in the chat thinking Seth can get into like a triple threat with 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 um Brock and Roman, which I think would be dope. At least it'd be a a, a wrinkle to a match we've already seen before. Well, I, I feel like that's almost the, the biggest problem coming out of the pay-per-view is that there was cool stuff that happened tonight, and it was a generally good card. But when you really think about it, like I think about someone like uh, like Dipperstein as a fan, he is going to say this week on the podcast, and I can't knock him, that basically the absolute most predictable things happen with Ronda coming back, winning, and then Brock getting back in the rumble and winning. Like in the building, don't get me wrong, Rhonda's appearance was tremendous. People absolutely loved her and it was really cool to see. But at the end, what we're going to get is a sort of obvious, potentially obvious lead up to WrestleMania. I have to say, though, Rhonda coming back winning is only uh, only predictable if you're a heavy on the internet fan, right? Fair. Because Fair. By, because if you think about it, right, we haven't seen her in like, what, two years? So really, she's what Dip wanted before we all saw that she was going to come back today when it got leaked on the dirt, which was a surprise entrant coming in and winning. Like, she, it would have been perfect if it hadn't been spoiled by, I don't even know who leaked it, but if we didn't spoil it for ourselves by being on the internet, I should say. Yeah, that's true. Where, where do we where, where do we think Ronda's gonna fit in for WrestleMania? What's what's the what's what's your prediction? Who, oh, Kaz is here. Hey guys, Kaz, uh, oh, hey Kaz, guys. Kaz, where do you, who do you think Ronda's gonna be in the ring with at WrestleMania? Doesn't uh, doesn't does matter, right? Like, does it does it really yes. matter? Yes, it does. You know, the the Raw Women's Champions, Becky Lynch, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair, both got history, both, you know, whatever. Like, it kind of left a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth, right? Like, I I thought the Ronda appearance was dope. Like, I mean, I think, you know, honestly, I thought the Women's Royal Rumble was better than the Men's Royal Rumble this year. But, um, it's it was just mid man like there was just so many there was such a my my biggest problem right i would say my biggest problem just with tonight overall granted roman and rollins set the tone crazy like i think i think they might have set the bar a little too high for the night like or stuff coming out with the shield music and the vest and even even it ending like in a no contest last disqualification i still left more satisfied than like the two matches i really came to see which were um the Royal Rumble matches. Brock and Bobby was cool too, but it's just the thing that bothers me is that I feel like you could have got Ronda and Brock to the main event of WrestleMania mm-hmm. so many other ways. Well, you know, the door was wide open to really make somebody. And the Royal Rumble is such an easy match to really right. make someone. And you know that's, that's the point to me, Kaz, because I don't understand 
why Brock has to win that Rumble. We already know what direction he's going. There's no reason he can't demand that match. So now give me something random and awesome for Bobby Lashley coming out of the Rumble that makes you go, oh my God, it was Austin Theory. It was AJ Styles. It was something that we weren't expecting. Yeah, like for a hot minute, I was I was almost starting to convince myself like, damn, maybe Matt Riddle might win this. You know what I mean? Like maybe you tell that Randy Orton story like that, where, you know, he's about to be a three-time champion, Royal Rumble winner in his hometown. And like his boy and, and, and throws him over. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's ways to get there. I mean, you could have made so many guys. But, you know, just going back to the to Brock Ronda, well, I'm not saying Ronda's been there a bunch of times with Brock has. I just think those guys are both big enough stars to where like, you know, they don't need to win the Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? Like you could absolutely still get there and still make it super interesting. And I'm sure it's going to be a banger main event. I'm, I'm glad Ronda's back and I really like her work and Brock is Brock, obviously. But I just think you have so many, you have a handful of opportunities throughout the year, throughout the calendar year to really build some people and make some people. And the Royal Rumble is at like the top of the list. And when you fail to do that, you're going to leave a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, right? Like it's, I mean, I think probably the only person who came out really shining tonight is like Dewdrop and Bobby Lashley. Like those are the only two people that came out better tonight than they did, you know, the night before. So, I mean, we'll see, we'll see. We got 63 days to get there. I'm sure there'll be lots of twists and turns, elimination chambers around the corner, but uh, you know, it's, it's, the Royal Rumble is one of my favorite pay-per-views, and maybe that's why I have a little bit of sour grapes right now. But, you know, eh, could have been better. Well, I mean, I, I, I think I can say that Rick Boogs would take exception to the fact that nobody else came out looking better than they did going in. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. I mean, it was it was a I, – I agree with everything you guys have said. Uh, Rollins and Reigns might have set the bar too high. I do I disagree with Greg in the sense that, like, I thought that ending – was incredible. I thought that was the exact right way to book that. Not they were booked into a corner. I thought that was a great decision. My only hang up with that is that. Oh, I love the ending to um, Rollins and Reigns. Okay, I, sorry, but 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 that but that Rollins. I mean, because of that, Rollins comes out protected, right? Rollins comes out protected. You'd think he'd be set up for a rematch. Reigns can't beat him. The story is intact, and in fact, I mean, who knows what's going to happen next? But uh, Rollins seems like the odd man out, right? I mean, Ron, like you know. Lashley was the was the underdog that came out with the title belt, and yeah. and Reigns and and then Reigns just decided to, I mean, in storyline, it's almost like Reigns tried to just like write just to try to get out of a Rollins rematch by starting a different feud, right? I mean, he's just, he's he's he he barely beat the guy, and clearly had this guy. Clearly, Rollins was in his head, and uh, and he had to choke him out, beat him up with the chair, and then uh, and, and you know now he's moving on to other things. I mean. I guess that, I mean, do, what do you think? I mean, do you think that if, if I mean, someone mentioned Rollins being inserted as a, as, as a, you know, member, as, as a participant in a triple threat with, with Reigns and Lesnar, uh, it did seem like in the past couple of weeks that Rollins Lashley is sort of the only raw combo that's being protected. You know I mean? That as far as like, you know, there, there's not a, they're, they're, they're kind of, trying to keep that match. Well, they had that match, but trying to, you know, keep the, keep who's has the upper hand a little bit protected, a little bit fresh. So that could be where they're headed for WrestleMania, at least on the raw side. I don't know. I mean, what, where would you like to see, uh, where would you like to see Rollins? Let's, who are we going to here? Have Flobo. Where would you like to see Rollins land at WrestleMania? 
I'm muted. Uh, so the thing about Rollins, well, I want to say it's a step back. Like the match itself was pretty, pretty cool, but it's in the back pocket. That's something they can always reheat, right? The shield stuff we didn't see coming. It was kind of manufactured. And it, it's so frustrating with WWE because the way it's been written, this last month has been written pretty well. Day one was all messed up. They got to what they wanted. It was written that, that Roman can handle Rollins frustrated beat up Brock, and then Brock got in the rumble. But the thing is, this whole thing was stretched out. So, odd man out, you got Big E's odd man out, Meyer picked to win it, AJ Styles is odd out, and you have Seth Rollins out. You know, we got the Elimination Chamber, we're going to, to Jeddah, I think, next month. Here's an opportunity to say, hey, look, I deserve a spot. Let me beat someone in this Elimination Chamber so I can get to go. When you have a match like that where four or five guys have stories that they get them to the top, then that makes that match that much better. Because you know when they go to Saudi Arabia, they're going to pump all that stuff and you go, okay, you have to watch this event. Facts, but speaking of all man out, man, is Finn Balor clearly the Yes. Awesome? Yes, my boy Finn. <laughs> Fergalicious, Fergalish, man. I'm, I'm, man, Lord, my heart, my heart weeps for Fergalicious. Well, I was no, Rosenberg, no. Rosenberg was Finn at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse with you guys, or where was he? <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I'd much rather, I'd much rather Finn just not even be in a rumble match than him get in. Like it, <laughs> the the men's rumble match was so like disappointing. I feel like the people who really won were the folks that might not have been in it, man. Like, no, no, listen, the, know, the people, at least, the, at least the people who won, Kaz, the people who won were Bad Bunny and Johnny Knoxville. All right. There you go. Um, there you go. You know, and, and like, I really do want to give Knoxville his props because that is something that re- the casual wrestling fan, and I understand it, naturally goes, oh my God, Johnny Knoxville, this is so stupid. That dude really ran with this Royal Rumble thing while promoting his movie. It it was one of the best, like, forced promotional moves the WWE's ever done. The fact that he went on Kimmel this week and really was in character talking up the Rumble. And then, did you guys see, he uh, AJ, AJ obviously told him to lay into him. And Knoxville hit him with a really hard shot. And then Knoxville didn't flinch on the clothesline and almost got decapitated. So listen, this now, is this is Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Like we've seen right, him take exactly. like we've seen him take like unprotected headshots from like Butterbean getting like right. cracked so by why not? UFC football. Right. This is a light sun Saturday for Johnny Knoxville. It's such yeah, a great like, point. It's such a great point. And then and then you know, again, props to Bad Bunny. I know it's kind of a silly thing. Um, but but he was he was great. That little bit bit when he almost tossed out Mysterio was fantastic. The disappointing thing for me is again, and this has been brought up already, but to reiterate it, like the missed opportunities, the Mysterios, nothing happened. RK Bro, nothing happened. Um, advancing the Street Profits, nothing happened. So to Kaz's point about the men's rumble. There was just wasn't that many people who really got the rub from it. Like, I did Austin Theory even do enough, given what his story has been the last couple of months, to sort of say, okay, that was super impactful. I just didn't feel like there was that much coming out of it that makes us feel like we've, we've gained ground with anyone. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't dispute that. It was a fun night, uh, but, but it did feel like... It, 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 even so much as it wasn't predetermined, it was like you know the hype was sort of obvious, right? I mean, it was it, the the the, the Lesnar Rousey one two punch, no pun intended. I think it, it's it's 
it's it's it's cool, you know. I mean, I'm sure they're going to write about it in USA Today or whatever. But it's you know, it, it did it did feel a little bit lacking. Let's talk about some more uh, low key winners tonight. Dewdrop, who uh, listeners of this chat may recognize as uh, the only person who is uh, in our in our in our Ringer Wrestling Show picks, the only person who no one picked to win. Uh, the, o- the only unanimous p- decision was Becky Lynch winning that match. Um, Dewdrop had a good showing, you know. I mean, it was that that match was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. I thought I thought they 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 pulled it off really well, and I thought the ending went off. I mean, is is uh is, is this just a one-off for Dewdrop? Is that that's kind of I think was everybody's idea going in? Did she show you guys anything tonight? She she I don't she didn't have to show me anything because I always think she was she was good as she is. You know what I mean? Like she she didn't do anything more than I think she could listen. I think she's already great. You know what I mean? Like it was it was a good moment for her to have that match that that at that point in her career. She doesn't have to do anything for me as far as to impress me with her ability and, and how she is in the ring and how she how she tells stories in the ring. I think she did a great job and she did the best she could um, with the match that I don't think people thought she was. Yeah, absolutely. If you're watching NXT UK, and if you're not, you really should. Piper Niven was on another level, and I feel like Dewdrop, in this journey to to fit with the the Raw crew, has pulled a little punches a bit. So, well, the match with Scott was fantastic. I like what she's doing. If you really want to see her unleash, you gotta go see her old stuff at NXT UK. So she was asked to, and it was amazing. What was yeah, I'm with Evan and Flobo. Like, there was no disappointment from Dewdrop. She was. I didn't think she was gonna win and walk away from with the championship. But at this point, she doesn't need the championship. She's positioned very well on the card. She is very reliable in terms of producing bangers and, and hanging with whoever she's in there and, and sort of wrestling to their level. She doesn't need the win. So us us unanimously picking Be- Becky Lynch was in no way a vote of no confidence um, to do drop. It was just, hey, we gambled. We tried to see who could get the most predictions right. Yep. What We weren't voting with our hearts. We were trying to pulling a W for ourselves tonight that that Kerm eventually ended up getting, but, um, <laughs> yeah, listen, Kerm doesn't get any bonus points. for just picking the obvious winners. We're trying to have fun with this thing. Okay. You know, if Seth Rollins, whether or not he's in this triple threat match, let's just say for the sake of argument, let's say he is, let's say he's, he's out there with Roman Reigns and, and Lesnar doing that and doing their thing. Who do we want to see Lashley against at WrestleMania? Anybody take this? Uh, yeah, I think, I think, you know, if there's anything that you could kind of hang your hat on with this, you know, the end of the, the pay-per-view, it still opens up a possibility of a, of a big E moment for WrestleMania, which I think a lot of fans would be into. I mean, the Elimination Chamber's in three weeks, so, you know, there'll definitely be something there uh, with a few guys. Um, but, I mean, who knows, man? Like, I think, so here's my thing, right? With 63 days left to get to WrestleMania, you got at least two major events in the Elimination Chamber and, like, probably, like, I don't know, a Saturday night's main event. I'm sure they'll do something, you know what I mean, like, leading up to WrestleMania, whatever. You got opportunities to either get a title back on Brock or get somebody else back into that main event picture. Um, I just think it's too... If you listen to the paper, the, the podcast this week uh, with Paul Heyman on the Mass Man Show, he was driving home the fact that, you know, we're going to do something that's never been done before at WrestleMania, right? Not for nothing. Roman and Brock for a universal title has been done before. I think the, the only thing I could take away 
from tonight being so obvious is that we're either going to go somewhere else with it. Somebody's either going to be tossed into, into that mix or, you know, we got 63 days to make somebody feel main event level enough to challenge Bobby Lashley for the world title. But right yeah. now, I, I, I know, we'll see. I, I, unfortunately, it pains me to say, you know, that, that I just don't think, I think it's, I think it's a wrap for Big E right now. And it's, and it's, and it's, and it's, 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 it's not, not, that's not that I want it to be a wrap for, for him right now. It, it's, be, it's because of what's going on. It's the way, it's the way Brock tossed him, like, you know, like yesterday's laundry outside. Evan's right. It's the way, it's Evan's the way, right. it's the way they're treating him and how, and they, how, how they treated him. And we can talk about his run. He, I think he was a great ambassador at the time when he had the title, but the way, the way it looks, how they're treating him. My goodness, he couldn't even like that. He man, that he Guys, he, he got tossed. He got tossed, and they didn't even give him a proper camera angle when he got. No, Evan, Evan, you that is you are one thousand percent correct. It is it is at this moment of t- in time, it's over for Biggie. In this moment in time, it is, and you could tell by the elimination, and also the the move to SmackDown. Like they're they're gonna he's gonna end up back with the New Day. This is. You, for, for whatever yeah. we want to think about it and how all of us feel about Big E, and I know a lot of us feel very strongly about him, um, I think the title run benefited him, and I think it elevated him, but he's not being treated that way right now. So I would probably not have my hopes up that that's going to go anywhere, which, 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 which does make it, which in one sense is hugely disappointing, but in another sense is interesting because I have no idea who the opponent for Bobby Lashley becomes. So do they go back to Drew? Do they do that again? Nope. See, they can't go back to Drew Bobby. They cannot give us Drew Bobby. But here's the here's the thing though. Here's why I say that, right? Because historically, especially when they have both these 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 two world title situations, the runner up in the Rumble does find their way through storytelling or whatever to that main event match at WrestleMania. So Bobby and Drew has history. Do they do they do they do they dare go back to that? All right, I got I got a fantasy booking idea for you guys. Here we go. This is what we're here for. Uh-huh. What if, what if we still do look uh, shoot for a, for a title versus title match? But what if, what if we just take two nights to get there? What if, what if, what if we have, what if what if we have Lesnar Lashley two and Reigns versus whoever on Saturday night, and then the winners clash in the main event on Sunday. I like, I like, Liz, I like what you, I like what you're saying. I like where you're going. Your, your head is in the right place, but I, I just, I have a, I, I do have a feeling and in the chat's popping in with it. I just think it's Goldberg because he has that one more match on his contract. He keeps talking about. And and I think, I think they might go to Goldberg route versus Bobby to end his career. And that, that's, I just, I feel it, man. I feel they're going to, they're going to get that low hanging fruit and go and go, go. Mm. Mm. The chat Which is, is fairly the chat is fairly unanimous about this Goldberg thing. This is <laughs> it's a damn shame too because we all know the only man left in wrestling who wanted to face Goldberg was Big E. I know. Why can't it That's be the Seth? Part. Why can't it be Seth? I, I know they Seth and Bobby faced a couple weeks ago and it ended in no contest. So I feel like that is something they can run back possibly. So I, this is Kern, by the way. I just hopped in. Sorry. Go. I, I don't think that's a bad idea. I mean, I think that's definitely something they could do. But I think sort of in the I mean, you guys tell me if you disagree. I think sort of in the shadow of the the Lesnar Reigns looming rematch at WrestleMania, <clears throat> it feels they could like they could use a little bit more spice on that on in that match than than, you know, those two guys. 
I don't know. Like, they're, like, they're, like they must have another. We, we would hope there's another card they have to play. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree with you. I don't. I don't think that's sexy enough. I'm. I'm, I'm trying to rack my brain right now, and that that's why the Goldberg thing is appealing because even though all of us will have no interest in seeing that again, when you think about putting people on the poster, who else do you think of for the poster for Bobby Lashley? I mean. Dipper Cena seemed to make it clear on our podcast week after week that John Cena is not a possibility. Because I'll tell you what, John Cena and Bobby Lashley would be great. That would be something I would be here for. But we are not going to get John Cena and Bobby Lashley. So I I really wonder where you go. And, And, man, it's an interesting situation for Lashley, too, who wins the title back but kind of gained nothing in the match. You know, that was barely his match. That was a Roman Reigns victory. Um, so it's, it's I don't very know if I say that. I feel like it became that at the end for sure. But I mean, he had Brock in the hurt lock that true. he was not he had the hurt lock until that he started beating on the ref. That he, is true. He, he, yeah, he, know, I, he took Brock to Suplex City. You know what I mean? He let us know that Suplex City has a ghetto. And so, I mean, <laughs> to, say, <laughs> to, say, to say that Bobby was just like an accessory in the match, I, I can't go for that. Roman did take the take all the heat at the end, but Bobby Lashley doesn't. No, that's right. That, that, I, no, that, that's a fair point. I kind of think you're both right, which is like through that entire match before Roman came in, I was like, like shocked upon shocked at the at the stuff that that Bobby was getting in. Right. I mean, it, like they were he was they were definitely trying to make him look really good. I think that the, the the sort of pity of it all, and obviously this is going to all disappear in time. The, the video package is going to be there on Monday night, you know, for, and make Bobby look like a million bucks. But the pity of it all is that, like, he looked that good, but when, you know, the bell rang, we weren't thinking about him, you know? That's the thing. And, and, and I, that's why it doesn't give me... And so you thought the rumble could just give you, handpick that person that makes you go... It doesn't matter if they have no story. Their story is they won the Rumble and they called out Bobby Lashley. That's sort of the exciting thing. That's what I don't like about the men's result or really the women's result either. In both cases, the people who won the match didn't need it. There is nobody who needs the Royal Rumble win accolade less than Brock Lesnar. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, Yeah, I mean, can't, can't dispute that. Uh, yeah, that's about yeah, that, that silence. Um, that silence is complicit. We agree. Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> like, we, we are we are in the we are in the business of talking about you know um, this product and whether good, bad, or indifferent. You know, um, there as a fan, 
I look forward to the Royal Rumble every single year because it's the most fun that, you know, anybody who likes talking about the wrestling on the internet, which is a lot of us in here, it's the most what ifs that can happen. And the worst thing you could do with something that has this much intrigue is go super predictable. <laughs> and that's exactly what they did, man. Like you could have listen, like if you like certain matches and matchups, great, but you could have woke up on Sunday and somebody texts you the results and be like, huh, okay. And kind of kept it moving. There was nothing that made me go, oh, oh man, I got to go watch that replay. Oh man, I got to go see that again. Like outside of, you know, Seth's entrance, Bobby winning the title and, uh, you know, Bad Bunny and Johnny Knoxville. And that's about it. That's about it, man. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you want to, what's what's salvageable about tonight. There's definitely salvageable moments. And like I said, the good thing about this rumble is that you got 63 days to get to Mania to get a pop. And then I'm sure they will. I have no doubt. They absolutely will. All I know, I just, all I want to do, all I want to do, pour some some liquor out for Finn Balor. That's all I want to do. Pour a bottle out for Finn Balor. Fergalicious, the the death of Fergalicious is upon us. I'm calling it right now. This is, yeah, I think, uh, oh, man. man, I love, I love Finn. I think, love uh, I don't know, man. Like, you know, you, you, it's, it's weird though. Like we're fans and like, we're, you know, I seen another tweet talking about like the same thing about Shinsuke. Like, oh my God, do you remember when Shinsuke was the hottest thing ever? And now it's just like, you know, sometimes some folks just want to cut a check and have, make some money. And, and like, Shinsuke <laughs> just want to surf and I respect that, man. Surf and, and surf. No, Shinsuke, Shinsuke like, just wants to surf is the new, is the new Seamus is Triple H's workout buddy. It's just something that we all take for granted <laughs> that nobody actually knows anything about, but that's great. I, I mean, th- there might be some truth to it. Who knows? Let's talk for one second. If we, if we can, about the women's rumble, there was a lot of, uh, I think there was a lot more internal storytelling there than there was in the men's rumble. I think we probably all agree on that. There were a ton of old faces that popped back up. What do we think is going to come out of the women's rumble, both in terms of ongoing storylines and in terms of, do you think any of these people that, you know, any of these returning stars, I them agree. legends, according I to agree. graphics, do you think any, I think we're going to stick around? <laughs> I agree. I, I, I pray the show sticks around. Yeah. Ivory is such a fucking layup, bro. Like, oh, yeah. He, he came out and got immediate heat. That right to censor, if you want to call them right to cancel in 2022, you can literally just plug and play her right now and get heat on absolutely anybody. Like, I'm sure the Bellas will be around if they want to for Mania. Um, you know, I'm sure the Molly Holly and Nikki Ash thing could go. But, man, if you got somebody who needs some heat, just stick her next to Ivory and put her in a blouse and a tie, and you, and, and you could just, that's a layup right there. I thought I think I think the women's rumble was much better than the men for that exact reason. I think there was more stories that were being told. There were things that actually drew some intrigue after the match. Um, I mean, you know, you still got the story to tell about where we're going with either Bianca or Charlotte. So there's things there. There's things that I, I truly enjoyed, um, depending on if you like Ronda winning or not. I don't really care, but I just like that they actually told stories throughout the match, whereas the men's rumble was just kind of like that's it's like a battle royal, just a regular ass battle. So, do you guys think like the Charlotte and Lita stuff is that done now? That Charlotte eliminated Lita, or is that going to keep going and go? To- I'll be if they're smart, it'll keep going. It doesn't need to go to WrestleMania, but it needs to bring Lita back into the fold. Whether it's it's you know once every few weeks or you know every other week, they need to bring Lita back. 
I really appreciate Alita following in her old Bo Matt Hardy's footsteps of only shopping at like 1993 Hot Topic for wrestling gear still now, even though uh, t- so much time has passed. Um, I like the idea of, of Molly Holly and Nikki Ash getting some run. Uh, I, I agree. That's I, the one. That's the one. That yeah. could, by the way, they would never do it. I don't think. Um, but they need multiple. I know this may get a groan. Uh, that could be a fun sort of goofy WrestleMania match. Yeah. Molly Holly and Nikki Ash. They got, they got two nights to fill. Like why not? Right. They got two nights. They're trying, they're clearly trying to do something with Nikki Ash. And by the way, do me a favor, get her away from Rhea Ripley. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do not want, uh, I was terrified there. She was going to toss out Rhea Ripley for a moment. And I need Nikki and Rhea to be removed from each other. Cause there's no scenario that makes sense for them to really have a story at this point. Um, but Molly Holly and Nikki was a, that was very amusing. And I will say at any point, if the Bellas want to have time, I feel like at this point they could be a major force in the women's division and, and help a lot of people get over because I was in the building tonight. The live reaction for both Nikki and Brie is huge. That tag team division needs the Bellas. Let's just be honest. The tag team division needs the Bellas. I don't even think there is a division. I think there's like three teams at this point. Exactly my point. (laughs) And it's always this person. Yeah, Pete, you make a you made a great point, man. Like uh, a tweet I saw tonight during the show was people truly underestimate the level to which women fucking love the Bella Twins. Like I'm I'm sure like, you know, they uh, call what you want about them. They introduce like literally a whole new demographic of an audience to the WWE that they'll never be able to repay them for because it's totally it isn't total Bellas. But I think I think for all those reasons, that's probably why we're probably not going to see them until WrestleMania. Like I'm sure they've got other things to to do and to, to get off instead of uh, coming back for a couple of matches and, you know, using the women's tag team titles. Uh, Rosenberg, you mentioned, uh, you you mentioned Rhea Ripley. Where are last year's big two Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair after tonight? Where, 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 where do you think we're going with that, with that duo? That that's an interesting question, Shu, because neither of them had, incredibly meaningful outings. Like they both did well in the rumble. Um, but that's a really great point. Bianca is so Bianca is so great, by the way, but every time the camera was like cutting away and cutting back, she was just like lifting up two or three people on her shoulders, just like for no purpose at all. Like she, like she was doing shit that no one's ever done before when the camera wasn't on her. That's like, it was so incredible. (laughs) I know. Well, that's the thing that sort of blows my mind. And like, um, I, I had a conversation with Charlotte tonight we're talking about how good Rhea is. And it, it was actually really nice for me as someone who's really argued in favor. Um, hard, me and Greg have had our share of fights. I, I think Rhea has the potential to be an absolute icon. And it was nice to have a lot of my thoughts confirmed by Charlotte. The question is, when will Rhea be in a situation where that's possible? I think her character needs development. I don't really understand what it's supposed to be. Um and, and, and for Bianca, she's in a slightly precarious situation right now, because if they don't end up putting her, I, here's what I suppose could happen and should happen. We didn't get any indicator truly tonight, but you imagine we're going to get Charlotte and Rhonda. We can pretty safely assume that's going to happen. So then I assume Dewdrop was a holdover and Bianca will get back to Becky to get her revenge from SummerSlam at WrestleMania. I don't know that they furthered that story tonight at all because they didn't, but I would assume that's where we go.
yeah, you got a chance to build it up. You got until April to build it, you know. So if, you, if that's what you want to do again, it's it's fine. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's something I wanted to see, but I'll I'll take it, man. Bianca in the title picture, I'll take. Now I want I'm like Bianca Ronda. That that prints money, but I don't think we go. Yeah, I mean, I think. Listen, I, I'd be excited to see. Uh, I'd be excited to see Bianca and and Becky Lynch go at it again because that's. Yeah, because I still have like a bug up my ass about that SummerSlam oh, yeah. match yeah. slash non-match, and this and the only thing that sort of like partially retroactively legitimizes it is if this if the plan all along was a WrestleMania rematch, and they've just taken a long circular you know way of getting back there. Um, but I, I think that it you know they they definitely have time between now and WrestleMania to make you know Becky Bianca two seem like just an absolutely epic match and presumably, you know, as you know, we've been talking for weeks about what's going to, what's going to be the main event of night one, you know, and it seems like the answer is pretty clearly Ronda Rousey at this point, Ronda versus Charlotte, Ronda versus, you know, a broom, but we do need, you know, a semi not a broom. <laughs> <laughs> we do need a semi main for night two. And, and I think that, that, you know, Becky Bianca could be a, just, just a absolutely huge one B for Sunday night. What else do we got coming out of this? Do we have, are there, are there any other, is there anything else from WrestleMania that's come into focus that we hasn't, haven't talked about at all? Anybody got any predictions they want to get out there? I think that women's division, to touch up on that, man. I, there's a lot of combinations there. And I think a lot of us IWC or hardcore fans or wrestling enthusiasts or whatever you want to call us, they get kind of jaded about things we saw a month ago, the two months ago. This is like the reset button for casual fans. And that's why we have these double over uh, decisions with the booking. That's why we have these explicit things that are happening. That's why people say, oh, it's predictable. But if you have Bianca Belair, who needs to get back in that title picture, you can do Becky at any point in time. But Ron is there in the wings. Now, I can tell you after seeing that dope package of Lashley Lesnar, I want to see the EST against someone who actually beat people in the cage. I think that to me will print money. So I'm hoping that's the way we go. Um, but either one of those women makes sense for that. Uh, but as far as this won't be a real story, but I, I just have a question. I want to ask the panel, man. How does Madcap Moss eliminate AJ? I hope that gets Lord Jesus. How, how, does that Lord. how does that happen? I mean, it's suspended. Uh, it wasn't the worst elimination tonight though. I mean, that Kofi, that Kofi elimination, (laughs) I, I shed a tear. This is a safe space. I'm here to tell you that uh, my heart cracked and I literally legitimately shed a tear when they played that replay. And I saw that. Yes. Both of Kofi's feet didn't graze the floor. Like they hit. That was definitely a botch, right? Like that wasn't intentional. Yeah. So uh, of course, of course, on the New Day podcast, he was like, you know, those those uh those elimination spots are a shoot. Like if his feet touch the ground when he's trying those, like they legitimately kick him out, you know? So if you look at that replay, you could see the referee kind of come and whisper to his ear, like, hey buddy, like it was pretty good. <laughs> tonight wasn't tonight wasn't your night. Yeah, man. <laughs> tonight, you know, he sacrificed well, you know the sternum to get this damn thing interesting and still couldn't make it happen. On the on the on the flip side of that coin, though, um, I think this shoe you just asked uh, in terms of what could we be thinking about WrestleMania? Again, we don't know how many women's matches they'll put on, but you have to say that as random as it is, it has been a really slow and steady build for Naomi and Sonya Deville, and and that 
between fr- between what happened on Friday and Sonia eliminating her today. And by the way, the crowd was hot for their whole thing in person. I I don't hate if you're if you've already put that much time into it. It's been like three months. That's some of the best hate. long time storytelling. <laughs> it really yeah. is. It's and maybe P, the longest story yeah. telling. And no, P, you, that, you were in the arena, so I don't crowd. know if you heard this, but oh. when when Sonia got up from commentary to eliminate Cameron first, it was some of the best heel work I've heard in a long time because Byron mentioned her and uh, Naomi being friends, and Sonia goes, "Oh, so Naomi would be upset if something happened to her." Gets up and then just beats her down, and it was it was incredible. I could not be more, more, I mean, I'm just so pro this feud because I don't know. It's just one of these small examples of how we all like to imagine every storyline being like, especially with wrestlers that we like being a main event storyline. Right. And I think everybody at some point had imagined Sonya Deville, like booking herself into the match at number 30 and coming out on top or whatever. But this is, a, this is a great example of like, like you're right. Rosenberg of like, of like slow and steady booking and, and making, making a match with two people that don't have, you know, I mean, that, that aren't at the very top of the card into a match that we all really want to see. So I'm, I'm totally, I mean, that's going to be, that's going to be a fun match at WrestleMania. Well, and, and, and when Sonya came out tonight to the kickoff show panel, she got really completely thrashed by the crowd that was out there. And there was a big crowd out there and there were Sonya sucks chance. I mean, people really don't like her and she thrived. So that literally tonight on the kickoff show, was one of the best jobs she's ever done. She was so solid. She thrives in this spot of being a heel. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing that go a little bit further. And it's good for Naomi too. You got, you got. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's the best for Naomi, man. Like I feel like you know, it wasn't so long ago where people were, you know, tr- well, she was trending on Twitter for people to just get her in something interesting. And you can make the case that she's probably got the most interesting storyline in the women's division right now that doesn't even involve a title, which is saying a lot, you know, considering who's the champion who just won the Royal Rumble. So, I mean, you know, we'll see, man. I mean, we'll, we'll see. It might be. I hate it. That is my least favorite storyline in wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's, it's a little close to home, doesn't it? (laughs) No, well, yeah, that too. No, it's inconsistent, man. You got this this official that works both shows, but she's a face everyone else but her. You haven't told me why (laughs) exactly. And then she has a jacket, and the jacket comes off. She's like, come on, man, I'm better than this. And Naomi is is good. We've been seeing how good Naomi is. When she was on NXT doing the the Divas season, I said, there's no one more athletic than Naomi Knight. But for some reason, they're doubled down on this glow stuff. Let her be someone else. And don't have to do the whole authority thing. We've seen that. Awesome, man, we've seen that. If you really believe in Naomi, give her something fresh. Why make Sonya here with one person? That makes no sense to me. Listen, I'm with you. I'm with you on this because I I just don't want Naomi to turn into Cesaro, man. I'm tired of we all we all talk about how good Naomi is. We know how good Naomi is. We know how good Cesaro is. I'm just getting tired of always saying how good she is and she can never get a dub, man. Like, damn, we know she. Good. Well, listen, I Yo, I got I, I got a question. I got a question for the for the room just to just to shake things up a little bit and answer as freely as you possibly can and answer honestly too. How much do you think? the rumors of who can possibly show up and the forbidden door and Mickey coming back. Like, how much did all that maybe factor into how this pay-per-view you think what well, mm. freaking live event has been uh, received online? Cause I, you know, me personally, I think that, you know, 
I think we set. I think a lot of fans kind of set themselves up for a little bit of failure. Yes, yes, Expecting yes, like yes. A lot of sh- like people legitimately thought AEW was going to send the executive vice president of their company to, to the WWE, one of WWE's biggest pay per views. I keep selling that, seeing that shit. I was like, listen, I, I know wrestling is crazy in 2022, but that that didn't seem like smart business sense to me. I'm going to send my one of my biggest stars over to the competition to help them out. I thought it was a good feather in the cap for, for, for impact. I thought it was a good moment for impact. I thought it was a great thing. I just, I, I was warning people to not get, get too excited about this whole forbidden door thing. It's like you guys went, you went, we took, took Mickey James and all of a sudden you're talking about John Moxley coming out to rumble. I'm like, hey man, let's be honest. AEW sending somebody to the rumble no, they would never do that. That does way more for AEW than it would for WWE. And it, it, only if like, it was Mox, I, though. If it was Mox, I could see it because, um, like everybody loves Mox in WWE and in AEW, and like you know, it's been reported that they helped him out when he when he had to go to rehab, and they were calling him Mox instead yeah, of like, like Dean was, Ambrose doesn't exist anymore. He's Mox now, so I feel like he could have been somebody. Yeah, there was definitely like uh, there was definitely uh, storyline wise would make sense, and I feel like if there was anybody like especially given the way he he got the send off from WWE, uh, there was a small part of me that made me think, you know what, if this were to happen. Mox would probably have been the most logical person to to, to pull up for a quick one-off, one-night-only type of thing. But uh, no, like I, I think a lot of people, especially on on the wrestling Twitter right now, are you know for for better or for worse, they're they're sharing their their views on the pay per view, whether it's fair or not. And uh, I think a lot of it is based on like you know kind of hyping themselves up for something that was even less than a pipe dream. You know what I mean? Like, Kaz do that to themselves every they do, month. They do that a lot. Every month, Kaz, they do it. They, they, we fed, they fantasy book, and then they get mad that WWE didn't read their minds and, and didn't see the tweets and the hashtags and pick up their pencil. And now it sucks because they didn't do the thing that you thought would have been so awesome when a lot of the times it's, it's not that great. But um, well, at the end of the show, I, I really felt like as excited as I would have been to see somebody walk through that forbidden door, they didn't really need anybody to come through that door. They had it laid out very well for what they were trying to do. Don't get me wrong, though. Don't get me wrong. I think I think it will happen one day. I do think it will happen one day. I, I, I just I think right now, man, it's a little. It's still. Uh, too raw right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's gonna take it's gonna take some some Lex Lugerisms to to really make that Forbidden Door thing happen. Like, somebody's contract gotta slip through the cracks for like a week or a month, like where it like doesn't lap or whatever. But I think it's too it's too soon for that to really happen between WWE and AEW. Like, like I said, Tony Khan gotta lose his Twitter password for it to happen. Something, but, right? like, but like I said though, who like who wouldn't want to see? It's not like a who the hell, who the hell wouldn't want to see? You know, like Batman show up in in. Movie, like I'd, I'd watch that. Hell yeah, I'd watch it too. Don't don't let me. Don't get me wrong. I, I mean, uh, shit, I'm you be just being realistic. It's just being realistic. Though. I'm just being, being real, realistic. Like if I'm Tony Khan or if I'm Vince McMahon, like 
it only benefits Vince McMahon. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? Like, yep. I mean, the only yep. benefits Tony Khan. It doesn't benefit Vince to have somebody say, hey, here's, remember this guy? Hey, you remember, you remember Dean Ambrose? You liked him, right? Well, yeah, he's not even on the show anymore, but here, he's going to come and pop up what? on one of our biggest shows. That yeah, I mean, I think it would make a lot more sense, frankly, to have somebody who was more AEW, I mean, and I don't even know if WWE would be game, but I mean, but I, I mean, it would make a little bit more sense for like, whatever, for like MJF or something to show up in WWE for a one-off match than like one of these do from an AEW point of view, than one of these ex-WWE guys who's like made part of their gimmick that they walked out on WWE to like find their passion yeah. again, right? I mean, it's a little, it would, it would be a little bit weird for Moxley or even for Cody Rhodes' character to be just like, now nah, go back, what the hell, you know? I mean, but I, I agree. I mean, I think it, it's definitely going to happen someday. And it's definitely a little bit, well, if raw is not exactly the right word right now, then it's, it's just, you know, I, I think from the AEW side, they're in the heat of battle. And I also think from the AEW side, it's not going to happen unless WWE acknowledges them, acknowledges that they exist, you know? So, I mean, it's, it, it's, uh, yeah, I, I think WWE is making it pretty hard for, for that sort of thing to happen. Um, yeah, but, I, you know, I, agree, I agree with you on that. But but my whole thing about let's say that ever happens, the only way to me it's beneficial though, Shu, is like, is the, the people that come over like AEW or wherever, let's say they got to get over, somebody has to win. You know what I mean? WWE just can't go over on everybody. And that's the only way it's a true, legit crossover to, with, with some injuries. <laughs> that's what AEW did though, right? They, they opened that forbidden door and everybody just got fed to Kenny Omega at the end of the day. Yep, that's totally true. I mean, I, I, uh, I was, I was, wait, let's, you know what, no, let's do, let's go to questions. Uh, I know you guys have been typing in the comments all night long. Um, and I know that we've been reading them sporadically, but, but hit in the, in the discussion right now, hit with questions for stuff we haven't talked about or even to go back to stuff that we have and, and we'll, uh, we'll try to answer them. Anybody, anybody start typing now. If you Yo, can I ask a question while we wait for the, the fans to come in? Yeah. What's the plans with Sasha Banks? Like, I I was happy to see her, like, just, you know, opening and, and her gear, all that. But it's like, I felt like she was very much like 2015 Daniel Bryan, where it was like, yeah, she was there early on. But I felt like she was someone that should have been on till the end. Like, what's her WrestleMania situation? What do you I think it's a great question. I thought that both she and no, AJ were set up and these set up to be, you know, in, in the in the. The opener slot and either of those would have been great stories to tell, and they really kind of bailed on both of them. Um, I think Kaz tweeted about it, man. That like Sasha that random career retrospective sound. Yeah, like it really looked like somebody that was on their way out of there soon. John, <laughs> to 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 answer your question, um, Ching Ching, Cash Money. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's next with Sasha Banks. There's this little. A franchise called Star Wars that is very, very huge. And apparently now Sasha Banks is canon in it. And she also helped open up the college football championship. And she has taken a lot of crazy bumps over the years. And I don't know Sasha Banks. I don't know anybody in her circle. But I'm pretty sure she stepped on set, saw the check that she got, and was like, I'm still taking bumps doing this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, put me at number one. Bring me, a, I'll, I'll show up on SmackDown Friday. I ain't cut no promos. I'm going to say what's up. I'll do the Rumble, and then I will see y'all motherfuckers in Hollywood. All right. He's out of there soon. Not out of there soon, but I think, you know, uh, Sasha Banks' appearances are going to be a little bit more, um, you know, special occasions rather than, you know, 
Well, to be honest, the women's division, we saw the reaction Rousey got tonight. The women's division could could use a couple more special occasion people. And we saw them tonight. We saw a bunch of people in the women's rumble tonight that could be, you know, very effective in there. I mean, I don't, they, they should just let Michelle McCool just claim the Undertaker streak and just be headlining WrestleMania every year. I mean, people, everybody in that match looked incredible. But let's go to some questions. Uh, Noah Wilson asks, could we see Edge versus AJ or what's next for Edge? That's a good question, man. I mean, Edge seemed to kind of putting into that Miz feud tonight. And he's by far, he's definitely like a top four name on the entire roster. Where do we think he's going to, going to be at WrestleMania? I'll just say this. I don't know where Edge is going, but I need the AJ almost match to happen before then. Or if not, if it doesn't happen before then, I need that at WrestleMania because they, they got to conclude that with the one-on-one first before we figure out anything else. I say they had it. They had they almost squash him, which was yeah, it's done. Which was silly. That's, that's all we're gonna. You really think that's all we're gonna get? Like nothing. I, 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 I'm not saying almost gonna give us a classic, but give us something you, that's, why, that's why you don't why do it. Do so that almost squat? almost doesn't why get exposed. Because do it's either it's either a squash where almost comes out clean, or AJ wrestling circles around almost for. 10, 15 minutes, and then we're, then we all have given up on I, almost. I don't know. I agree. I'm just saying, almost. but no, that's a mania worthy match, though. I don't like. I just think AJ can get a good match out of me. You know what I mean? It don't matter who's in the ring. <laughs> it don't matter. That that dude can get a good match. Anybody he puts, he does a collar and elbow with. I just think, like, damn, don't do a squash and then want me to care about a build. How am I gonna care? About- I mean, they, I mean, they almost squashed AJ, but then AJ went to NXT and got it back with Grayson Waller. So I was okay with it. But yeah, that match can't kind of came and went. I think it was like three and a half minutes. It was like one Dang second. Didn't go to the break. Like it was just like Yeah, it's it, it's it's okay if you forgot about that one. Okay, let's go to Mark Concepcion and ask, are we getting Orton Riddle soon? Do you think that that team is and we've always assumed that's headed for a one-on-one for a feud, you know? I mean and and I think a lot of people assumed it's headed for a WrestleMania feud, but man, they just they just are having so much fun together. I don't know. They can keep doing this for two years. What do you, where do you think we're doing with those two? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I thought if Riddle or Randy would have, you know, been the last two in the Rumble, you could have told a story there. Um, but, I, man, I I think the fact that we can't picture them breaking up is probably means it's the perfect time to break them up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I think uh, RK Bro is doing really well, but they've also been together for quite some time now. And I think, you know, Randy has, you know, he's given um, Riddle a pretty huge rub, and I think he's ready to kind of stay, you know, break out on his own either, you know, by WrestleMania or a little bit shortly afterwards, but. Uh, yeah, I think it's, I think, I think, I, I, I couldn't really. Yeah, if they're going to do that, I would love to see like the riddle heel turn on that. Cause like, I, I, it's very easy to assume Randy Orton's going to turn on him. But if we got the riddle like heel turn right before Mania and like he's the new legend killer, that would get me hyped. But I don't know if you can do that with this stoner, you know, happy go lucky, you know, type of character. I don't... This episode is brought to you by hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water. 
pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Yeah, I mean, I, you're right. It's tough. I mean, I think we, I all, I kind of imagined. I, I, I was always fantasy booking a riddle, good serious sort of situation, and he's proven that that's totally unnecessary. Um, but you know, maybe he's maybe maybe he just stays a stoner and says just like, yeah, I switched to sativa and now I'm a badass. Uh, let's see what's next. Uh, no, a couple people asked this. Should we, are we shocked? There's no NXT wrestlers in the Rumble this year. Very, <laughs> because not I feel really. like not really. I th- I think uh, I mean, there's a small part of me that was expecting like a Carmelo Hayes appearance or a Braun Breaker appearance, um, but uh, you got to remember these guys really just started wrestling on TV what seven months ago, eight months ago, um, and if you think about the guys who got that NXT call up for Royal Rumbles in the past, these are you know. 10, 13, 15 year veterans that, you know what I mean, could can work. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm surprised, but not that surprised considering the folks that you'd want to see from NXT in the Royal Rumble are still very, 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 very good, you know? So, but then there is people there, are, there's, you know, there's Dunn, there's Champa, who was, uh, I think, Shoemaker's pick to win. Um, there's Roddy, there's LA Knight. There's these, there are these people who are primed to to have a call up, you know, that could have could have popped up and um and showed up in the rumble for sure. I, I thought one of those names. Uh, I would have dug a Malcolm Bivens run run in. I would have dug Malcolm Bivens or, or um LA Knight showing up, but you know, I like I like I like Carmella Hayes a lot. And you know what? There's a good thing about keeping those NXT guys special. You want to watch them, watch them. Yeah, I agree with that. I would have liked to see, you know, one call up, you know, maybe my prediction chomp of to have a good run in there or something. I think that there's a couple of folks down there who, you know, could have a good run on the main roster if if given the opportunity. And this would have been a fun time to debut. I mean, at least it would have been some spice, you know, for the night. Like I said, I mean, listen, there are people asking about why didn't WWE build stars. I mean, like I said, there was a good there, I mean, there was a there was a run in there in the first quarter the first half of the rumble where there was a bunch of young stars you know i mean and it does seem like they're actually aware of the problem and, and trying to push them but they just didn't matter for the end game you know so maybe they just got them out of there you know well i mean, I guess almost got tossed most of them out of there um oh god brian garber suggesting edge versus shane what, what's the what's the what's the feeling no. there right i'll no. pass no no no, no no i got a better one wait where did this go 
JJ says Shane versus Austin theory. That would be great because Shane can be like, you're, my dad loves you more than he loves oh. me. And that's the whole, that's the whole <laughs> I'll story. I'll take that line. one though. That's a, Sign me up. That's the match. Go impress me and beat up, beat the shit out of my son. That's fantastic. I watch that. <laughs> okay. This is a good one. Jamie Reddick asked this legit question. Will Roman ever not main event a WrestleMania going forward? Or 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 if the answer is he's always gonna be there, how many how many WrestleMania main events do we have to look forward to for Roman Reigns? You know, I'm down for like five more. I was about to I'm say, like, I think I think Roman tapped out of like eight eight main events. What is he at now? Four? He's at five. <laughs> he's at five? I think he taps out around eight or nine. I mean, but, like, the thing is, who's going to replace him? Like, we still don't have that person that's going to replace him. Until we have that, it's going to keep going. It might go for the next decade until we, we have one guy we're like, oh, he's the one. We sat, we sat through Mad Hogan. It was, like, almost nine uninterrupted years of Hogan. There was a, the tournaments broke it up. It was a lot of Hogan. We can erase that and make it right with a lot of Roman. <laughs> Man, another another random question, not question, but for somebody that asked the question in the in the in the comment box. Do you think WWE like pulls the trigger on, a, on another Pat McAfee match? Like, do you get him from behind the booth, or do you get Corey Graves from behind the booth, or one of these guys to pull them out for something? Like, I think they. I don't think they do it because they didn't do it tonight. <laughs> tonight would have been the night to send one of them in the Rumble or send them both in back-to-back and then have something start up with where those two can go to Mania together in the, just a meaningless, uh, fun match. But if they didn't plant the seed tonight, then I don't think they Yeah, I think it's a good one. All right, here, Josh Horst has a question. Where is Veer? He's Anybody? on the way, man. He's tonight? on the way. He's coming. <laughs> He's coming. <laughs> Do yeah, we gotta we gotta stop acting like we care though. It ain't gonna matter when it gets. Yeah, I'll, let's, I'll let's keep it tall with you. Let's keep it. Like I know, I know it's like a little clever, little cute, little joke. Everybody keeps doing on Twitter and stuff, but y- y'all don't care. <laughs> Wait, but this don't. isn't this isn't the first time that they've done this, right? Where they like pump somebody up to make a well, big they did debut. That with Hook and Hook turned out awesome. You know what I mean? So. I think that was the thing there, but I, I know, know. I know. Yeah, it's, but that's across the funny. street, though. So over here, I know we're making a joke. Death. I know we're making a joke about it, but that's going. This, this is going. This is going to hurt him more. than It's going to help. Him. Yeah, he'll get, he'll get that one yeah, pop. True. Oh my God, he's here, and then it's a wrap. This is a wrap. Ben Ben Baker asked, "What was the biggest pop of the men's rumble?" He said, "The McIntyre pop was loud, which is true. That was sort of a surprise return." Uh, who do you think had the, who do you think got the best reaction, but not just pop, but overall, like in ring, like, what do you think? Who do you think got the, got the best reaction of the night in the, in the, bad bunny for sure. Orton got a pop, you know what I mean? Bad bunny, uh, got a pretty huge pop. Uh, fucking Montez Ford got a pretty huge pop too. You know what I mean? Like people fuck with Montez, not just cause I picked them, but you know, um, there was a couple big pops in there, but I'll probably say drew drew was Oh yeah, now nah, Brie Bella. You're right. Brie Bella was was over like Rover with the yes chance. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's see what else we got in here. Oh God, we got a lot of reactions to what we're talking about. So I'm gonna have to scroll through to find new questions. Um, everybody loves McAfee versus Graves. That could be a lot of fun. Um, 
Yeah, Brodus Clay indeed was the, I think, the originator of the, we forgot to debut him for two months, so we're just going to turn him into something else and hope you guys uh, enjoy the ride. Um, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, someone said, I mean, Jeremy Parker says, Ron's got a pop in the show music hit. Yeah, of course he did, man. That entrance was, well, first of all, you got the shield pop. But second of all, I mean, I guess that was probably as good of an indication as anything that that that, that feud was going to be over tonight by hook or by crook because they just like, I mean, that would have been the WrestleMania entrance if they were going to keep this feud going, right? I mean, that that was a, they just put it all out there. And and that was a hell of an entrance and a whole lot of fun. And man, they 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 told that story really well. Um Chad Gable. Oh, Jake Jones says Chad Gable deserves a shout out for being a genius. That was a lot of that. That was that was funny. He's one of the only people that's like had a game plan or not. That's not true. There's always somebody with a game plan in the rumble, but he came in with one and did a pretty good job of of executing it. Um, uh, Santi Diaz just asked, now that Lashley won, do you think he was supposed to win at day one before Roman got COVID? There was a lot of talk that it was supposed to be Seth, but I mean, this does feel like we're sort of getting back to where we would have been before. Is that, is it, is that a crazy thing to say guys? I don't know. I think uh, there, there's a whole lot of stories, depending on who you believe who was supposed to win at day one. But um, it does kind of feel like a little bit of a reset. If we're going back to Roman versus Brock for the universal title, it just makes me, you know, it's just, it's just weird that they keep pumping this title for title match, right? Like whether it was when Brock was the champ, whether it was Heyman being on Mass Man this week talking about it, I still feel like some way, somehow, we're going to get back there. You know what I mean? Like, either, you know, and I love I love David's idea of doing a, a two-night tournament for all the gold. Like, I think that's really tight. But who knows, man? I still think we're... Are rematch clauses, like, officially, like, extinguished within WWE? Or does, like, Brock get a rematch clause and he still has a rumble, you know, or the rumble win for WrestleMania to cash in? You... Uh, as far as the, the authority changeover, there's no automatic rematches. But if you watch Raw for the last year and a half, it happens all the time. So don't worry about it. A lot of people in the chat are asking about where Finn is. Uh, we've been through this. <laughs> I pour some, is... already pour some liquor out for Finn. It's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. Wait, wait it, it, tell me, tell me what's up. Is it is the elimination chamber? Somebody just asked who's going to defend. Who Jake Jones asked who defends in the chamber. Is the chamber this year going to be a, a, a defense? For some reason, I have it in my head that they were tweaking it this year. Is it still a chance? What somebody's defending in the chamber? That's going to be determined whether it's going to be a defense or whether it's going to be number one contender. That hasn't been determined yet. If some, I mean, if it's a defense, it's got to be Lashley defending in there. I mean, I don't think. I, I, I find it hard to imagine it going the other way. Well, that, yeah, that means he that means he walking up the chamber. Well, and and regardless, I kind of think that you know I think that Roman's Roman and and Brock is set. But who knows? Who knows? I mean, if they're gonna do title versus title, then I guess they could use the chamber to to get us there too. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I just think this match, if it's not title versus title, I don't want to see it. So I feel like they have to use the chamber. It doesn't really, it just doesn't make sense. I think Kaz mentioned it already. Like, that's what they've been, when when Heyman was on our show, that's the way he promoted it, title versus title. Anything less than that with Brock versus Roman, like, obviously they're two freak athletes and that's amazing. But at the end of the day, like, I've seen that match like five times. So if it's not title versus title, it just doesn't make sense. They have to utilize that chamber or something along the lines of, of the road to WrestleMania to figure out how to get Roman versus Lesnar versus for, for. 
what they what they see what they seem to be getting like caught up in and what they like to do they're starting to do this thing where they're doing all these reset matches with Roman where like his past matches because he wasn't over like he used to be they're like trying to write these wrongs you know what I mean they're trying to pretend like it didn't exist like with Cena and and now it feels like with Brock you know what I mean like they're trying to do this thing where Roman does like a reset of his main events to get like you know to 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 write the wrongs of the pops from the crowd he didn't yeah. get. It feels like it, man, because I'm like, because they, there's like all these, ma- they, they try to pretend like he he didn't face Cena at all. <laughs> like that didn't happen. When when do we as fans decide that we don't like rivalries in wrestling, right? Like you think about Brett and Sean, they went from beefing in the Rockers to beefing over the Intercontinental Championship to like beefing over the World Championship and then to everlasting beef over who got to keep Vince McMahon in 1997. And now, because we've seen Roman and Brock in different ways at different times, it's like we—they've leveled up. I don't understand. As this is a this is a Roman that we have not seen. Brock is still the beast, yeah. still the destroyer. But this version of Roman we haven't seen. I would love to see him tear through all of his old rivals. As, as- but my thing is, is like you got to raise the stakes though with those rivalries. Like I, I'm. I'm not I'm not against, you know, rivalries, but you gotta raise the stakes. It doesn't make sense for us to have this match when they just had it in nice. Saudi Arabia like what a month ago? That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. No, I don't I don't mind him this version doing that, but it doesn't have to be main event or resume. It doesn't have to be for the world title. It can just if you want to write in the wrongs, don't just tell me we're presenting this match WrestleMania. D- deal with it. That's why I think the addition of Seth can at least at least bring some spice to it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I you know, Lesnar's also sort of getting to that point in his career where he could put his career on the line too, you know, and it would be half believable, you know, he's just going to like, just go disappear. I mean, at least he'd go disappear for a year or two. I, I, but I agree. I think they, do. I mean, this is a Rome we've never seen before. You could argue this is a Brock Lesnar we've never seen before. You know, we've never seen Brock Lesnar and cut off flannels and, you know, hipster top knot. I mean, this is, a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, it, it does feel a little bit fresh, but I agree also they got to re- raise the stakes. Okay. Joe Wilner raises an interesting proposition. Uh, should they trade Finn to AEW for Wardlow and cash considerations? Is that is that a fair trade? <laughs> that is like that is a uh, that's a Babe Ruth level trade. Why would you? <laughs> and I think Wardlow's cool and all, but man, no. Yeah, Wait, Joe Gonzalez, Joe Gonzalez says no. Trade him for is Brian Cage, not Wardlow. LOL. Okay, well, well who knows? Um, all right. When, oh, here's a good question from Ben Baker. When is Roman versus Rock happening? Is it a lost cause? What do you guys say? Uh, I would still hold out hope for so far next year. Yeah, but, I got it. I'll wait. Yeah. Or fat, Fast 11 or Hobbs and Shaw and whatever Roman's name is and that, that sequel. All right, well, we got to wrap this up, dudes. Um, thank you guys for hanging out. Before we go, let's go one by one through the crowd here. Peter Rosenberg is, is I think, back at the at the... Ruth's Chris Bar with uh, with with Booker and you know other assorted uh, miscreants. But um, oh. for for everybody that's left, who or what was the big winner of tonight? Let's uh, let's start with Flobo. Man, I gotta say, Bad Bunny. What? And even though everyone loves Johnny Knoxville, man, Benito is a guy that didn't have to come back, didn't have to do a destroyer, didn't have to do anything. Um, so that's my my top. And I have to say that the event was bad. The, my my top wrestling moment definitely was the first match that started. Uh, Rollins Reigns, but I guess my man Benito. Evan Mack, who was the big winner tonight? 
Yeah, Bad Bunny putting it out there, the greatest celebrity wrestler of all time. That's just that's just I'm just putting it out there. Uh, Bad Bunny had, had my heart, man. Truly loves the product. Truly loves what he does. Works hard before he gets in the ring, and and always always tries to impress. You know what I mean? So I, give 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 this man a damn one on one match at WrestleMania. I don't give a damn. But um, yeah, opening opening match was it was it for me, man? I just I think it was awesome. Felt 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 like some two shield members going at it, but just different. This, this, dare I say, the best version of Seth Rollins in, uh, ever. It's, it was. Yeah, Greg. I'd say the big winner tonight I'm was sorry, Seth Rollins. My fault. I would say the big winner tonight is Seth Rollins. A couple weeks back on the show, I said the road to WrestleMania is really going to depend on if Seth Rollins could be a top babyface again. And I think tonight proved that he can do that while still being this like weird obnoxious version of himself that people really seem to like so um i think tonight he took a big step forward there he got uh he didn't lose his heat he still has a legitimate case for the universal title and so does brock lesnar so i think you know um if you go with the triple threat to finally close that chapter of that story of wrestlemania 31 i'm not mad at that i think brock seth roman is probably your your best main event right now no question no question it, it'll be it's, it's, it'll make it a little fresher it, it, it'll be great man i don't hate that at all greg what was your uh who's, who's the big winner tonight for you big winner tonight is definitely roman reigns i mean he's been a heel this whole time but walking into tonight he was teetering on that line of being like a cool heel who gets cheered even though he wants people to hate him and he threw a wet blanket on two world titles tonight so people definitely hate him he definitely got his heat back he is the most hated which is right where he wants to be and he kept his title heel not a heel turn but the heel reaffirmation for reigns was was pretty key man it's gonna make wrestlemania a little bit more fun all right who oh kerm you're last who's the oh, big one ufc man they got two Royal rumble winners tonight easy I know, I maybe yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 true. That's true. Okay, uh, I'm gonna have to get sentimental a little bit with this, or a little bit more real world. The big winner tonight was Moms, man. Moms, there, there were there, there. I mean, we had a an incredible showing of pro wrestling motherhood in the ring all over the night tonight, and uh, it's. I'm frankly surprised that WWE is not putting that in every press release. It's it, it is a. It is a really cool thing to watch. Um, anyway, that was a whole lot of fun. Uh, this chat was a whole lot of fun. This green room. I mean, thank you guys all for popping in. We got a ton of people listening, and and uh, this always makes it so much more fun to watch a show to know that we have this looking forward to. So uh, the next big thing on the calendar is obviously Elimination Chamber. Uh, we can all look forward to that. And, of course, stay tuned to the Ringer Wrestling Show feed for Mac Mania for Cheap Pete. For the Masked Man Show with Kaz, uh, we'll be coming strong starting early in the week. So you guys listen up, and uh, thanks again for doing this. We'll-